And now it's time we take a deep dive into the world of soccer with the man responsible for such flashes of brilliance as 39 was last year and he could barely like right. throw a ball out of a barnside. Um. It's time for Derek Izumaki's foot in mouth. What is good, party people? Welcome back to another episode of the Foot and Mouth Podcast, episode number five, actually. I am your host, Derek Isamaki, and as always, luckily for y'all, I'm joined with the real Italian, Will Tomasini. Willie T, what's good, my dude? What's going on, everyone? Buonasera. There we go. I love it. See, there, right? you're proving yourself right there. That's what I needed. I'm Just a little, deal, man. a little more validity to the podcast, let you know we're legit over here. We know what we're talking about, and we love our football. Now, the world of football is going crazy. There's so much going on. My mind doesn't know exactly where to go because you have Champions League just beginning back up again. Fantastic week, fantastic uh, two two days to start to the uh, knockout stage. Premier Whatever League way ha- you want to look at it, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's happening. For any football fan out there, it's back. We had a long break from, what, December was the last time we had games? So two months. We've had a two-month, two-and-a-half-month span of no Champions League, which that's the premier type of... uh, That's a club premier football we want to see. And it's been tough not having it there because it's that midweek midweek break for a, a lot of us. Now, it's not necessarily needed this time because there's so much football going on right because we're already inundated with midweek football that champions league isn't i want to say miss but you definitely that competition especially what we knew was coming up was so spicy and we're gonna have we have to start there it didn't it did not disappoint for those looking forward to a fun champions league weekend for those as in just as football fans I know I'm talking to the real Italian here, and he, as a Juventus fan, we're going to start there because we just witnessed that game. We're recording, on, recording on Wednesday, and Juventus versus Porto came out and started off shit, shit nuggets for you, shitty McNuggets straight off the bat. You- I mean, when you pass the ball to the opposing striker in your penalty box one minute into the first half. Like you already written the script. Like it was incredible, man. And then in the second half, they allowed us uh, a second goal in 19 fucking seconds. So, you know, you've had a terrible game all around from the get go. I mean, that was the game we were primarily watching. We started off watching that game because obviously that's your team. And then when they, like I said, one minute into the game, one nil Porto. And just the entire time, it just felt like Juve never was clicking. Never. They they never had the what the Juve style of game you'd expect against. Not to discredit Porto in any way, but just the name Porto versus Juve sure. holds a, a, an imbalance automatically. And you would think that would happen. However, Porto was not feeling it whatsoever. They're like, you know, what? we're flipping the script on you. Mm-hmm. They had an, inc- an extremely high pressing game that that was. I mean, Juve Juve had no answer to. They couldn't. No. They couldn't figure it out. You were the entire time saying how they couldn't get the ball over this defense yeah. whatsoever. I mean, Juve was really, I mean, not Juve. Porto was pressing the hell out of Juve. They had zero ability to kind of relax with the ball. 
The only time they were relaxing is when Chiellini and uh, Delegate were passing the ball between themselves. Yeah, at the uh, back. In the back To the goalie. Yes. And it was, other than that, nothing was happening. No, and uh, I mean, we saw, what, three passes in the first half that went directly out of bounds when they were switching play of the field? Like, it's it's uh, like just your basic fundamental. Like, they couldn't even pass the ball, you know? Um, it was, a, it was a, a terrible performance. I mean, terrible. And uh, we were watching the game, and I was saying in the 25th minute, we're like, you need to make a switch now. Speaking of Andre Pirlo, the manager, the new manager, who was handed the reins to Juve with mm-hmm. absolutely no credentials whatsoever, other than just being one of the best looking guys out there. A great set of fantastic locks out there. Hair. I mean, that, that lettuce up there is fantastic. Amazing. Jealous of it. And the guy is damn near 60. Not even, he's probably 50, 50. No, not even probably that. like 42, 42. Yeah. I should, <laughs> I, I discredited him so much right there. I wanted to dig him a hole, but I dug myself a hole because that guy is so much better than me in every facet of the game. Uh, Great set of locks. That lettuce is fantastic. But he had looked shit out there. That team, beside the point, they did lose 2-1. They were able to claw one goal back uh, late into the second half. It was a consolation. At least they got an away goal. Mm-hmm. This is the first half of this uh, this two-legged uh, tie right now. So Juve getting an away goal is important as, a, as always. So if they get a 1-0 victory at home, sends them into the next round. But the way they look today... They need a lot of work. A lot of work. A lot of work. I mean... A non-existent midfield. A Ronaldo that looked honestly lackluster. Not even lackluster. Disinterested. Well, they he, couldn't get him the they, ball. They like, the I mean, ball. it was just crazy. Like, I mean, it was... And a, a guy like Ronaldo, who is somebody you can give him the ball, and he's somebody who can kind of make, make stuff something? Up. Yeah. He couldn't even get the ball. He couldn't even get the ball. Nothing could be made out of it. Tough it go. was a terrible game is what it was. It was a terrible game. All credit to Porto. They pressed them high. They weren't able to handle any of the pressure and they lost. So, you know, and the way the way Porto went about it really was it's they didn't have to hold on to the ball in any way, shape or form. They really just kind of played. I felt the exact way Jose Marino would love his Tottenham team to play all the time. Fair. Just they, they don't have the for some reason they don't have that inability to keep it up all the time. They had a much crisper way of doing that defense, though. Yeah, their defense was was spectacular, to be honest. And seeing the way they were able to push Juve to the outskirts, they had to go to the wingers every single time. That's the only offense they felt like they had was going to the outside and then bringing the ball crosses into the middle somehow, some way. And, and even they, that wasn't even working. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you could barely it, like, get to the ball yeah, the wing yeah, at that point in time. Exactly. Rabio was having a, a terrible game in the midfield. We mentioned that a guy that he had flashes of brilliance with a PSG mm-hmm. squad that manhandled Barca back in 2617 uh, at Paris mm-hmm. uh, when they throttled them three nil. That was a long time ago. And even then, they lost the leg after that 6-1. We'll get to that. Don't get me wrong. The Champions League still continues on. They're part of it. It was a, it was a kind of embarrassing for Juve. Yeah, it was. Uh, 100%. You had your father living in, in Italy texting you right Yeah. Because if we don't they have... They have to be relevant. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, El Clasico is one of the greatest matches. It's just, but it's like we were time. talking about the other day. Like uh, every league has a, a dip and an increase in form 
throughout the time, like uh, the late 80s, uh, most of the 90s and stuff like that was the Italian League. And then it went to the Spanish League for so long. And now the Premier League is the 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 big boy on the block and everything like that. And everyone goes through those phases and stuff like that. At least that's what I've seen in my lifetime. So there might be a dip in form there for a while. You know what I mean? Especially now with some of the financials with both of those big, rich teams. You know what I mean? So we'll see. I mean, it is always tough to... I mean, we think of... We think of history. We think of Barca always being great, but they've definitely they never they haven't always won. They definitely no. had their time of being dipped. So we just think of them. This is a down year, the ebbs and flow of life. I mean, They're look at Man be, United. Yes. You know, Truth, they were they, they were supposed to be one of the biggest champions ever in world football, and they haven't won diddly poo besides a uh, the. The UEFA, like a couple years ago. I mean, that goes to show that a lot of times your manager has a lot to do with it. I mean, Jose Mourinho. Touche again. I can't say touche <laughs> enough right now. You're bringing up too many good points. So much to get to. I, I don't want to focus so much on. I mean, we have to because the Champions League is reigning supreme. It's in full gear. Uh, do you want to give a shout to Liverpool? They did win over RB Leipzig. 2-0. Good uh, score for them. Big score for them. They needed that. They really did. The way they've been looking in. They need something. At this point in time, if they can have any type of success, they'll take it. Uh, they're not winning the champ. They're not. I'm sorry. They're not winning the Premier League. That's for sure. They're fighting for a fourth spot. They're f- if they can get in the top four, that's I'd a big call win. that a win for this year. Big. I mean, you would think that's that's sad to say the way they've been for the past few years for them fighting for place number four in the Premier League, but the way they've been playing, this is a big step in the right direction for them. Look, Big they've shot. had uh, some serious injuries this year to some major people that are in their starting squad. Who doesn't? But Man, like, I mean, we're talking we're talking about like season long injuries for some of those players. But uh, they just look like uh, you know there were always like we were saying earlier today with Man City, like Liverpool looked like they were just in fourth and fifth gear all the time, and, and now it just like looks like they're stuck in third. You know, yeah. Um, their top three strikers, you know, just aren't scoring like they are. Firmino. Teeth are great, but he can't. Straight up, man. He, he has the best chomp- right now. He is the best chompers in the game. Best it's chompers incredible. in the game. Uh, that guy, your your veneers doctor, your 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 and dude, uh, you paid top dollar. I you deserve that. Um, I'm jealous of them, man. They're looking. They're looking. They just feel like too white. They're too perfect. Like too, at point yeah, time, I it's at point time. It's I just agree. like he walks into a dark room. I feel like he smiles, just like glowing. Sing. Boom! Everyone's looking at those teeth right there. We know. Uh, either way. But good it was a good you. score for them. It was a good score for them. Like, it's a big win. I mean, Sadio Mano, uh, Mohamed Salah both getting on the score sheet. They needed that. They needed that boost in confidence. Mm-hmm. Now, the way the season is going, COVID has taken its toll on the league in a certain way. Teams have games have had been postponed. So we're being, like I said, inundated, plastered, smothered with football left and right. So when we had two Champions League games today, yes, Juve uh, versus Porto, and we had. Dortmund versus Sevilla. We also had champion. Uh, we have Premier. I'm sorry, man, I'm getting them all mixed up. We had Premier League play happening as well. We had a Burnley versus Fulham game that ended in a one-one draw, and then we had a big one. <clears throat> that was hard for me. Hard for me as well. We, me and you, had a tough day today. We had a really tough day, as our my toughest loss to Man City in predictable fashion. I knew going in, it was a tough. Tough game already. Man City riding high. They are taking the league by storm, and they are sh- they showed full case why they're the number one in the league and why they've been riding a 17-game w- now winning streak, I want to say. Yeah. 17-game now straight winning streak. Incredible. 
incredible. I thought for a second, my toughest, my Everton, we had a chance. There was a chance. We have a team that I feel can, can put a fighting chance in there. But it wasn't to be so. Man City just did their work. And 3-1, ending score. Everton, tough, tough two games right now we just had. We lost to Fulham three days earlier in a 2-0 loss at home. There's a lot of pain in my voice right now, guys. A lot of pain because that's a game we should not be losing. Why? Fulham's fighting relegation right now. They're in the bottom three, and they could use anything they can get, and we gave them a lot. We gave them three goddamn points. And that just goes to show you, like, uh, with the psyche. Like, you just lose to a bottom three team at home right before you have this massive game with Man City. Poop. And you shit the bed against them. And then you go up against a buzzsaw. And, I mean, that's what they look like. They are just – it's like varsity versus JV sometimes. You know what I mean? Man like, City is just it's that just, good. It's, it's nuts. Like, oh, the, the ball retention, the way that they play around each other is crazy. And they just got KDB back. Kevin De Bruyne, we both, me and you have had a love Kevin! affair. We have a love, we have a love affair of that man. I need to have that sound here in prayer of it. Kevin, because he is uh, the man, the myth, not a myth. I'm sorry, he's a legend. Uh, he, in his own right, I it, seeing what he can do on the pitch, it just makes me come in my pants, uh, figuratively. Wow. Um, and he's back on the pitch for them. Aguero, he's back as well. So. There's going to be Man City. They're set to ride the sails. All your money on Man City. As I said last week, uh, take your money all with them because they're not going to lose. Um, doors wide open. Doesn't matter. We're just going to get. We're going to get back. No, I didn't know that he makes you come in your pants, <laughs> dude. I'm just saying some of those crosses he does. My goodness, I can't help myself. It's like oh. <laughs> Like he is dreamy. Like it's the, the the pinpoint accuracy that with, with with which he can put the ball in. It's just it's it's uh, exactly he puts it in the hole perfectly. Okay, he knows where to put time. it every time, all the time. Now we do have to mention because as I mentioned, Premier League still going on. We're still going to end it with more football. La Liga happening today as well. Yes, sir. Atletico taking on Levante. And they, one, and they one. won one. So a big drop in points for Atletico as they're trying to fight off Barca, Barca and Real Madrid. Barca, you know? Barca, I, I was scared. Barca was coming in and a decent uh, progression. They had a nice form. They were doing well in La Liga. However, they weren't facing the form of PSG. So when it comes to good teams, Barca... Uh, when it comes to Bar- the rest of La Liga, they, they can do it. Yeah, they're all right. I don't see them coming out. I think Atletico is still the, the, the top talent in that league. Uh, they may not be the biggest name, but they have Lucito Suarez. Lucito! I'll yeah. say this, man. They are wasting some opportunities to really put that distance between them. You they know are. what I mean? Like, they could be at 10 points. 10 points is a lot. At this point a in time, lot. at this point in time, it now means a lot. what? At like six? I think they have a six-point differential with one game in hand. So, I mean, you could... You could be okay, but yeah, they have uh, six points. They have one game in hand, okay. uh, so they have twenty. They play twenty-two. One game in hand. They have fifty-five points. Real Madrid forty-nine points, and Barcelona at forty-six. So Wait. they need. They're, don't. 
I hope that the, our Atletico does not regret those uh, dropping those points against a Levante squad that they should be oh, beating yeah. relatively easy. I mean, Levante sitting at 11th with 28 points. So you got you cannot regret lose, dropping those points, but it just goes to show the game is you cannot put the ball in the back of the net on a consistent basis. It's so tough. It's Diego Simeone also. He's probably like, ah, oh, one one's fine. That's true. I mean, the guy, I have to say, probably one of the top five best-looking managers in the game, would you say? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, the, Sharp dress, the way nice that he skinny does tie it, yeah, and everything. All the time. You know? I mean, Clean suit. I like a, it. I, mean, I, I, I will say top five, though, it's kind of tough because there's a lot of good-looking managers out there. Like, a ton. <laughs> you think about it. Pirlo, great-looking manager. Zinedine Dazon, fantastic. Best-looking ball dude in the planet, I will say. He puts Michael Jordan to shame. I'm going to say, if anyone, put, I put that up against anybody. Zenadine Zidane, best looking bald guy on the planet. Okay. Other than else? Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean might take that as well, though. Yeah, he's squeaky clean. Yeah. So, but Zidane, he has a certain, he's good. Um, I mean, you cannot deny, uh, let's see. Oh, Michael Arteta. Arteta, my goodness. Uh, okay, Arteta yeah. is fucking okay. fine, man. Dude, that guy, the way he keeps far, his beard, like, he's a decent looking He's got dude. a great looking beard. Decent he's got a great he keeps it very well kept i think he's he's dude okay. i'm you know tall dark and handsome you know not, Maybe not one more i'm just saying i feel like he i mean Jurgen Klopp's not that bad no that that horse grill no? is fucking okay. out all right fine i just look at him and i see thomas Mueller. It makes me want to just punch things i mean yeah okay 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 yeah yeah he is he is rough uh, Pep Guardiola. No, his, what about best uh, rep, no the coach rep? from RB Leipzig? Uh, that is, dude. I'm telling you. I got. I got to look him up. These are seriously important stats, yes, by the way, very, fellas. Very important. Um. Okay. Okay. Yes. Julian Nagelsmann. Nagelsmann. Yeah. Nagelsmann. Yeah. yeah. He's young though. He's. He, I don't know. He, I feel like I need. A, I need someone more seasoned in my life. You know. He's a coach. I. Not seasoned enough though. He's but just, he's a head coach. He looks young though. He's like he's like Sean McVay says. Like he's like young, like frat boyish. You know, he looks frat boyish. He probably me. drank some beers in Bavaria, no doubt. You know, I mean, Portuguese not that bad looking either. He sees, you know, yeah, but he's his personality comes into it and he just gets knocked out. You know okay. what I mean? All right, but uh, yeah, all right, fine. So I will say, Diego Simeone still probably top fiver. Glad Same we with got yeah. this clear. Okay, up. and and Pierre Lowe too. I mean, Zidane is number one for me though. I'm sorry, Zidane just he takes the cake. You say something. Yeah, I, it's my list. Anyways, yeah. All right, <laughs> moving on from the uh, best looking uh, managers out there, we're going on to your favorite segment that you all have been waiting for: the soccer sex scandal of the week. It's a good one, y'all. We got ourselves a tasty deal tonight. So sit back, relax, and let's hear the story of Ryan Giggs. Now, for those of you who do not know, Ryan Giggs, legendary midfielder for Manchester United. Won many titles with Fergie. Was one of that triumphant people of uh, midfield of him, Scholes. You had Ronaldo. You had Rooney. Rooney! Dwight York. I mean, Carlitos Tevez, Patrick Sevra. I mean, the list goes on. He does, yeah. I was, say, I was hoping he would come in at some point in time. Because like, I'm drawing blanks. There's so many yeah, out there right yeah, now. Man. Yeah, so the man, legendary Man United uh, captain. Also, probably one of the hairiest chests out there in the game. Yeah, like, it's like a sweater under a sweater. You should never take a shirt off. Ever. Like you should keep that shit on, my man. Like we don't need to. You see could that cultivate that shit and there's, use it to wash your dishes. Like I'm saying, there is probably a, a, a living ecosystem underneath that that that, <laughs> that chest hair of his. But either way, so Ryan Giggs, again, a guy. When you look at him, he looks very like honestly like 
family man esque. Like he looks old man. Like you would not expect him to be caught up in like you wouldn't even know what sex is to be honest when you look at him at times. I feel right. What? Yeah. Right. He just I, looks I, like yeah. weird kind of. I don't know. I never looks like he chops wood, man, and smokes a pipe somewhere in like the woods and shit. And he feels masturbation is a sin. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. He got himself into a situation where a rumor was coming about that he was having an affair with model Imogen Thomas. Imogen. I always find that a fun name. Imogen. Like imagine or Imogen? I- Imogen. Like I-M-O-G-E-N. Imogen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, however, <clears throat> unfortunately for Ryan Giggs, while he was having an affair with Miss Imogen Thomas, pretty pretty, I will say. She's, mm-hmm, 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 yeah, yeah, I can see why. Unfortunately, things got a little worse for good old Ryan Giggs when Imogen blasted, uh, well, I'm sorry, not Imogen, another woman he was having an affair with found out that he was having an affair with Imogen Thomas and she blasted him. And that other woman was uh, Natasha Giggs, uh, married to his brother. Oh, So Ryan Giggs' sister-in-law, the brother, blasted him out. So he had an eight-year-long affair with his brother, Rodri, Natasha Giggs' wife. Eight-year-long affair. So when Natasha found out that he was cheated on her with Imogen, that he was cheating on her with his wife, she blasted it on the internet. Oh my god! So Ryan Giggs, you freaky fuck! <laughs> oh my! You're having an affair with Imogen Thomas, smoking hot model, but you're cheating on your affair with your brother's wife. Oh my god! Dude. So uh, yeah, <clears throat> Ryan Giggs, you know how to keep a classy. Knots in that story. He, you know how to keep it classy. I wonder wow. how that. I wonder how that Thanksgiving. Oh, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving over there, no, do they? No, yeah. No. No. <laughs> or how's Christmas dinner over there? They That's, do Christmas. Uh, I had yeah. a, I had a buddy in the army one time. He said to me, uh, "Hey man, what do you guys do in Italy for Fourth of July?" And I was like, "What? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, suck it, world. <laughs> That's what you. I say to you. Fourth of July, our day of birth. Uh, but Ryan Giggs." I would say celebrate Thanksgiving Day. That's a good one, man. I don't know. Right? I told you it was a tasty story. I told you it was a tasty Man, that's... I know it was a tough, but I I got to bring up some firepower. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff out there, but this is a good one. Wow. Wow, yeah. Now, I'm actually looking at Natasha Giggs, too. Damn. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) At least least you didn't let it stand. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, yeah, man. Got great (laughs) gigs, man. I'll give you props. Actually, no. I'll give you your salacious dick right now. Yeah. But funny at the same time. Thank you for the entertainment. I appreciate it. Some Jerry Springer shit we just witnessed. Yeah, British style. <laughs> Jerome Springer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it would be like Sir Jerry Springer. Yeah. Sir Jerry Springer. Would you like some meat pies? <laughs> Stuff them in your face, bitch. That's what Ryan Giggs says to <laughs> Imogen Thomas. <laughs> or his brother-in-law. Or his uh, uh. or his sister-in-law. <laughs> That's yeah. That would be his sister in law. Yeah, yeah. He's boning his sister in law. Yeah. Okay. God damn, that is All fucked right. up. <laughs> you know, on that fun note right there, we're gonna wrap it up. I feel. Yeah. That's, Nothing, I mean, no, yeah. yeah that's, Nothing, we can't top that, guys. No, we cannot good. top I'm that. Take this shot so yeah, I would say great way to end the show on this shot. 
join us next week for again the soccer six candle of the week and again your champions league update but i know what you guys are tuning in for that's the soccer sex, soccer sex candle of the week there's a reason why i do it last i want you to listen fair Actually, you don't have to listen. You can skip to the very end if you want to and catch them because I'll take that too. Just subscribe and listen. That's all I... You don't have to listen. Just subscribe. If you want to rate it, that would be nice too. But just subscribe. I'll take that as well. Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm not going to be one that reaches for the stars. I'll take just being in outer space right now. And that means you subscribing. Oh. So there you go. Right? See, that that was right. That was pretty good right there. I don't even be in the stars. I just want to be in space. Yeah. All the same to me, baby. Much love. That's the Foot and Mouth Podcast. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Game over, man. It's game over.